I was going through a medical condition that was horrible. I never talk about this on TikTok. Never, never, never touched on this. Ever. This is first time information. Uh, the haters got me big time. You know? that, that affected me more, more like mentally. Everyone these days, they love using the term influencer. Yeah. But let's hold on for a second and reflect. Stop. They're not men in my eyes, right? They're boys because you're flexing and you're showing up a fake lifestyle <laughs> with things that don't even belong to you. Yeah. Right? You're pushing that insecurity among young people. If you just take pictures in a, in a freaking bikini at the beach and just show how your body looks like and all your follower base are guys, you're not an influencer. Right. You're a model. Why do you stop making videos about finance? Because... It's gonna be on, it's gonna be exclusive on TikTok. Hello, Ibrahim. What's up, man? How you doing, bro? All good. How are you? Good to see you today. You too. You too. Looking fresh. You too, bro. I like the fade. Thank you, man. Appreciate <laughs> you. You know, we we've been planning to do this for a while. Yeah, that's like, true. Like we yeah. we met each other at a restaurant. We've been planning to do this for a while, so I'm glad we're finally doing it. I'm glad as well. <laughs> nice to see you again, yeah, it's bro. Finally, we're finally here. Um, this is exciting. You never sent me any questions, so I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of nervous about what's coming. <laughs> no, don't be. Like, we freestyle it. Like, yeah. um, and like, like I told you, the objective of this podcast mm. is to inspire, educate people. Yeah. Um, because I feel like among the younger generations, there's lots of misinformation. Especially uh -huh. when, it, like, you can Google anything. Yeah. But good luck finding the right information. True. Hence why we tend to make the wrong decisions based on the information we receive. Mm. However, if we receive the right source of information, then we have a greater chance at making better decisions. Mm. That's why, that's the objective of the podcast. So before we get into it, please tell us a little bit about yourself. <sighs> um, <clears throat> might as well start from your childhood. Um, feel free. Um, so a little bit about myself. Uh, people know me from as a guy from TikTok that tells horror stories, uh, debunks rumors about the UAE, um, Attacks people that, you know, uh, make up rumors about the UAE, uh, conspiracy theories. There's a, there's a mix of content on my page. Uh, the other side of the audience knows me from NAS News Arabia. Uh, so I'm a full-time presenter, a uh, news presenter. I present uh, a show called Khidhamini. It's in Arabic. Um, and that's pretty much what I'm doing at the moment. That's nice. So, I mean, the first time I think I've come across your, one of your videos was a friend of mine yeah. sharing one of your videos to me. Yeah. And I think it was about this conspiracy in, um, in Dubai, uh, about these rich guys flying gears out to the country or something. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's I, that? I, I, I don't want to get too much in details about that video because that video was uh, not the video, but the conspiracy. Which one? You know about like these guys, rich guys flying gears out uh, to Dubai to do these disgusting things? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I covered that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, you covered yeah. that. So that's the first time I think yeah. I came across one of your videos, right? And then when I met you at the restaurant, my friend told me about you. You've seen him. Yeah. Item. Yeah. So he was like, yo, bro, the way this guy tells a story, <laughs> it's really hooking. Like, it's really amazing. And then I, I start watching some of your videos and I actually get hooked into them because the way you told them, you've got a very good storytelling skills mm. so tell us a little bit about that how did you get into this field ah, how me, did it all started so uh i started so i started talking about the uae as like that was the content you know i had a couple of series uh, where do Maratis go part one 
places Amarati hang out in, part two, part three, part four, the types of cars Amaratis drive, type one, type two, uh, sorry, uh, type one, uh, I mean, episode one, episode two, part three. And then um, it was just like content about the UAE Amaratis, UAE Amaratis. And they're like, they're like, tell us more about haunted places in the UAE since you talk about that. So I covered, I covered a few, like, I talked about the haunted places in the UAE and I said where they are, you know, like Jazirat al-Hamra, al-Qasimi Palace, stuff like that. The apartment in Al-Khail Road. Um, and then they were like, you know what? Tell us a story about these places. And I said, That's how it started, really. And now I'm, I'm at part 67. Wow. Episode 67, yeah. It was 67. just released. Yeah. And how long did it take you to get to where you are at the, at the moment? So I started TikTok. I think you've got about 2 million followers right now. At the I'm at 1.8 million wow. right now. Yeah. Well done. Thank and you. Man. How did Appreciate it, it. Like, how long did it take you to get to where you are? Uh, I mean, I obviously I got to thank the fans. You know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, they made this happen, really. Um, it took me about two years. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say two years. I started uh, in May 2020. That's when I posted my first TikTok. Was that during the lockdown? During lockdown. Wow. You know, May 2020. And then that's how it progressed. By May 2022, I already hit a million. I wow. was at around 1.2 maybe. And now it's November. It's uh, I'm at 1.8. And I'm sure you're going to hit the 2 million soon. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really trying my best to do it before 2023. And that's all on TikTok, right? That's, that's, that's yeah. the, the main platform you've been using. Main platform. I see that TikTok has potential, honestly. It's, yeah, it's, I uh, think it has potential. It like, needs a few more years and it will be the, the next YouTube. You know, the... I agree. I like, like if you look at TikTok and then in comparison with Instagram or Facebook, for instance, yeah. like TikTok makes, makes you feel like somebody, right? So once you reach a milestone, they send you this like, um, what's it called? They send you this gift Mm. Whatever, congratulations of reaching hitting one million followers. Instagram don't do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Instagram lately been really frustrating. Like everyone been complaining about the reach on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Instagram, bro. Instagram's. Uh, I don't know if we can use bad words. But Instagram is uh, poo poo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's not a good platform anymore. Yeah, they're dying off. You know, they're they're being too hard to give people verifications. I'm verified on TikTok. I got the articles that Instagram wanted. Always tried to submit for verification. Never got it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with Instagram. Videos are not reaching anywhere. I mean, these reels, right? They were they were ideas that were stolen from TikTok. Yeah, I agree. Everything was stolen from TikTok. I agree. Like, if you look at Facebook, because Facebook and Instagram owned by the same organization, right? Yeah. So, initially, they, start, they stole off um, the stories. The stories feature from Snapchat. Yes. And they actually got sued for it. And they yeah. copied it into Instagram yeah. and then later on TikTok, uh, sorry, Facebook. And yeah. the problem is with Instagram lately, they've been trying to be the new TikTok. <sighs> Never going to happen. No. I know, man. I don't think, yeah, no. TikTok is, they're always ahead of Instagram. They're always ahead of Instagram. And I, I feel like, bro, there's like billions of users at this point. And correct me if I'm wrong, like, do you, do you, do you make money with, like using TikTok or putting content out there? So you, you I, I make money off of TikTok by monetization so the the creator funds program is how people make money in the states in canada and in the west west some western like picked countries but in the middle east you don't have uh, we don't have the creator fund program so the only way i can make money is by promoting uh, sponsors yeah sponsors yeah monetization pretty much 
Wow, well done. And, and is that like your full-time job now at the moment? Uh, TikTok, no. TikTok is a side thing. My full-time job is the news presenting at... Uh, news Arabia, right? Nas Ar- Nas Arabia. Arabian News, right? Nas, 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 Nas News Arabia, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, I've seen some of your videos and honestly, it's quite impressive. No, thank you very much. And tell us a little bit more. Did you use any kind of strategy to get to where you are at the moment? Yeah, uh, consistency. Never stop posting. Um, I like that. Always post like by, by for new people post twice a day just consistency ask ask what people want you know be more engaging yeah respond to comments for sure uh post what people want you to post you know respond to comments that's a very good point you've said because i've seen a lot of influencers want to be right they ain't yeah. got that massive kind of following right mm. and they're so arrogant arrog- like they don't even respond to the comments they don't even get back to the, their fans like appreciate like even if it's five six people <clears throat> commenting on your post like be happy be thankful and show, show some gratitude yeah you know? yeah but yeah really interesting and so tell us a little bit more about tiktok and the tiktok fame now so mm. people know you of tiktok right yeah did that really change your life it did man um it did when i go out in public i get a lot of people that come say hi people come up and ask questions people come up take pictures um Haters approach me for for stuff they don't like that I said or really what like, do they say? Uh, that this is the rarest one, <laughs> but it happened a couple of times where I was approached by by people that just don't like something I said on TikTok or something I said in a certain podcast or or a certain interview. You know, like that was too misogynistic of you to say. That was how that's so sexist of you to say. That's oh. this so racist of you to say. You know. Why are you approaching me, bro? Leave a comment. You know? exactly. <laughs> the comment I mean, section is yours. Don't come to me. At the end of the day, it's your platform, yeah. right? Yeah. And, yeah. and you're free to do whatever you want to do and you're free to post whatever you want to post, right? Yeah. Like, if you don't like it, don't follow me, bro. Uh, true. Simple as that, true. right? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> it, it costs you nothing to follow me or unfollow yeah. me. Like, if you don't like it, feel free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah, I get that a lot. So, now obviously you've got your... Arabian news right you're presented there yeah. you've got your tiktok and you've got lots of things going on at the yeah. moment so social media is pretty much my life right now right and yeah. how like do you manage your time around that oh bro, it's super busy R- running right and left uh because nasi's arabia so we're always traveling like we just i just came back from egypt and wow. the week before that i was in jordan oh yeah so you saw so, so your stories yeah jordan, right so you know we're working with clients here and there uh, we're promoting places people um, we're we're on the run with travel agencies. There's there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Right. Know? So and we got a you know this is a different plan every week in Nasir Arabia. It's 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 a very bright page. And is it like a full time job? It's a full time job. Yeah. So every day you got to show up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. Uh, I got to show up every day. Um, I mean, you know. I was never with the idea of being a full-time. I always wanted to be my own boss. Right. But, um, like, I always, of course, I want to have my own company. I want to, you know, I don't want to be working. I don't want to work for people. Yeah. But Nasus Arabia was a privilege, honestly. It was a privilege. It was, it was, it, it kick-started a new audience for myself. Now I have an Arabic fan base. Yeah. I only had the TikTok, but now two types of people approach me. One comes to take a picture because of my TikTok career. And another guy would come take a picture because of Khatamini. And they don't know about that and vice versa. Yeah. So I don't know 
why you're approaching me for a picture. I don't know where you came from. Are you from the Arabic content or are you from the English content? Because they don't know about the English content. And the ones from my TikTok don't know about Khadamini. They're like two separate people. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, there are, there are people that know that I exist on both. But um, there's this confusion. No, I know that because I've seen, I follow you on Instagram, of course. I don't use TikTok myself. Yeah. Because at the start, I was a bit like, oh, it's for kids. Or what yeah. you see there is just people doing these kind of stupid Jump things. on TikTok ASAP. Right? Yeah. I, I yeah. should, right? And recently we started posting content on TikTok for the podcast only. But bro, like social media is a hell of a job yeah. by itself, right? Like you got to be consistent, like you said. Yeah. You know, I can hit you with a secret about TikTok. So the, the algorithm is moving pretty quick, but it will die soon. They're going to make it hard. So now it's easy for you to make followers. But no, actually, it's harder than what like, it used to be. I remember the other day I posted a video on TikTok and it got about 100,000 views. And the page went from four followers yeah, and you hit a jackpot, to 1,600. Right? Yeah. Right? Now I post videos there. I'm lucky if I get 17 views. Yeah, see? Right? And I don't know if like I should use like the video's dimensions yeah. has, to be, like, has to be different than what I use for Instagram reels. I don't know what's going on, to be honest. Because I've got my own business, right? So Which consumes lots of time for me. And I've got to be consistent social media. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows how TikTok algorithm works, man. Like, like I, I know people from TikTok that manage my account. They, they also don't know. Like, only one person knows. It's China. China just knows how TikTok algorithm works. It's a Chinese platform, right? It's owned by China, but it's not a Chinese platform. Because it's not allowed in China. Yeah, it's interesting because I was thinking because they, they have they don't use Facebook. There. It's outside their servers, but it's owned by them. Okay. So they are funding this company. All right. Yeah. You know, I've watched the other day. I don't know if you want to call it conspiracy video, right? So there's this guy was saying, "Oh, the Chinese government want to destroy the world. That's why <laughs> they've created TikTok to brainwash you, bro. Honestly, et cetera, et cetera. Honestly, because it's addictive. I I I I believe it, bro. Right? I believe it. You know what's funny? Like, my dad is using TikTok now at the moment, and he's so into it, bro. Yeah. Like, video after video. Like, yeah. the algorithms are so good, right? <laughs> yeah. They're so addictive that you never get off the, uh, the phone. Yeah. You're just, like, literally glued to the screen watching all these videos, yeah. man. Bro, uh, like, when I'm at home, uh, in, like, every bedroom at home, I hear TikTok scrolling. <laughs> I hear TikTok sounds in every bedroom, you know? <laughs> like, everybody is on TikTok. It is actually, it is very, very addictive. And I'm honored to be a part of that addiction, you know, for people. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people told me that we've sat three hours. We watched your stories from episode one up to episode 60 in one day. Like, wow. It's wow. like a movie, bro. It, yeah. it took them like three hours. They actually timed it. Wow. Yeah. I like the fact that TikTok as a company, we work creators. Unlike yeah. Instagram and Facebook, like I said earlier. Yeah. Right. That's, that's really amazing. And it's encouraging for creators to jump in there and you know do their best every day yeah. in terms of creating content yeah. right? like instagram you reach 60 millions they don't even they don't want to care about they don't give a damn right <laughs> they don't even send you nothing right so, right so yeah. they, they don't have like that community they think they're too big because i think they've got over 1 billion users on instagram it's the most used platform bro instagram is I just, I really want to meet the management from Instagram. Like, they, they, like oh. you guys suck. Blah, blah, blah. This is me off, right? Because before, like last year, whenever I used to post a video, it gets like proper reach. Yeah. Like, my followers, my actual followers actually see what I post. Yeah. These days, I post these videos, bro, and I work so hard and spend lots of money. 
with editing them, doing all of that stuff, even having subtitles, etc., etc. And I'm like getting 2,000 reach, bro. <laughs> like it's frustrating, right? Yeah. Like it never, it never been like that. So if Instagram goes back to like 2020 or 2021, mm. it's different. Like you know, I was posting content, it was getting seen. Now it's just like mm. it's all like a, it's like a luck game. It's like a roulette, yeah. right? Throw the dice, see whatever, whichever number you're gonna hit. I mean, yeah. It is funny. So tell us a little bit now. So obviously you've got your TikTok career going on. You're a presenter. Mm. What's now? What's next? What's next? Um, I mean, I just want to grow, bro. You know, I just want to grow. I want to, I, I, like, I'm out of state in social media where a lot of people would want to be in. But I saw, I feel like it's not enough. What do you mean it's not enough? It's not enough. I need more. I need more. I need more engagement. I need more follower base. I need a bigger fan base. I want to, I want to influence more people. You know, I just want to grow. Um, maybe have my own TV show sometime in the future. Maybe become an actual news presenter that is known worldwide. Uh, like Pierce, but I don't want to be Pierce. Pierce Morgan. Yeah, I don't oh, want to be Pierce. Yeah, I, mean, I, I hate him and I, I like him at the same time. I don't, I, I don't like him, but I don't want to be him. But I want to be where, like, where he's at. Or Steve Harvey, for example. You know, wow. Steve, Steve Harvey's Har- a legend. Charles yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, honestly, Steve Harvey's a, he's a beast, yeah. bro. He, he made it. You know, of course. I want to have my own show. You know, I want to have, I want to be that person, that influence. Like, what does Steve Harvey do? Bro, he does he's multiple just jumping. shows, bro. Yeah, he's jumping from show to show, right? Family show. Family show, gaming show. Ask ask Steve. Ask Steve. Yeah, so he. I want to have that. I want to have right. that. You know, I want to have my own show sometime. Like, that's, the, that's the goal in the future. I don't know if that's still going to be a thing because these shows are dying. Right, you know? right, right. Like Ellen DeGeneres is done. Like no one watches TV anymore. Yeah, not even Steve. Not even Jimmy Kimmel. Not, uh, Jimmy Kimmel still. That's you know? why these guys are using... YouTube now, yeah, yeah, right. So that's like the new um, media stream. Nobody's now. watching TV, bro. Right now, no, no one's watching TV. People no. are on Netflix, YouTube, and that's it. That's it, right? That's the new wave. Yeah. So you, you don't you don't wait for the show to start tomorrow at eight. You know that that no, that does not that happen. That died off, right? That's gone. Yeah, exactly. So how are how are people with shows actually making money? Like, what are they doing? All right, they're using social media. I want to ask you a question, right? So obviously, I feel like you're skilled at what you do. Yeah. Right? Like, you're actually skilled and you're talented. Bro. Thank you so much. Honestly. Because if it was easy, anyone would have been doing it. Like, you've got that consistency, that drive. You're passionate about it. And obviously, you're talented. Like, you can speak to the camera. You've got this skill of, like, hooking people up to your mm-hmm. content, which is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Was this always the case? Like, if you go back in time, like, 20 years ago, when you were a child, did you always want to be where you are at the moment? Like... You're passionate about being behind the camera, behind the mic. It was just something that you found during lockdown when you started. It was always a thing. Okay. It was always a thing. My childhood was rough, bro. I never talk about this on TikTok. You know? Never, never, never touched on this. Ever. This is first time information. I was, when I was a child, I lost my father. Allah Allah Allah. Allah. I mean, and, I mean, I mean, inshallah. And I was going through a medical condition that was horrible. So I had a medical condition called ulcerative colitis. 
for people that don't know that, it's very similar to something called Crohn's disease. I don't know if you know Crohn's. It's very common in, in UK, by the way. Very common. Yeah. And that's where I went to get treated. It's horrible, by the way. It's horrible. Yeah. Like, you know, I would pass, my stool would have blood, like straight up a glass of blood. Every time I'd use a toilet. It was, that was the disease I had. I lost a lot of blood. I had to get a, what do they call transfusion? Transfusion? What is, I don't know what, what it's called, but like, I had to get drips of blood wow. back in me. And that was, I was like 13 at the time. No, sorry. I was like 11 at the time. And what was the cause? Um, I don't know. You know, it's, it's an autoimmune disease. You kind of get it from genetics. If your grandparents have it, maybe, maybe someone from my grandkids will have it. You know, it just passes. It just skips a generation. Wow. Yeah, it's like that. And it's very common these days, you know. And I went to London. I skipped 10th grade. I didn't have a 10th grade. I was in London getting treated. It was so bad. I, I, I've done three surgeries. I don't have a colon anymore. You know, the large intestine? It's gone. Wow. They, they, yeah, it's gone. They stitched back, used a pouch. I, there's this mechanism they did inside, but I don't have a large intestine anymore. And that's the time when I was in a very, very bad state of this medical condition. That's when my father passed away. Wow. So he passed away in the wrong, like the worst possible time. Must have been tough. It was so tough. And he also died on my mom's birthday, bro. Wow. Yeah. He died on my mom's birthday. May he rest in peace, bro. Uh, I mean. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine like, like what you've been through. It was age. like the most dramatic, bro. It was, um, it was so, it was so tough. So he died in the, the 1st of January. Uh, he was at his friend's place, 2013. You know, after the fireworks celebration, New Year's Eve, uh, my dad's not a party person. He was very religious. So he was at his friend's place. There was a dinner. Um, after dinner, after they watched the firework on the screen, you know, after that, it was like 1 a.m. He's like, you know, my wife and kids are home. I need to go. He stood up. Boom, heart attack, falls down. In the car. So his car was parked there for like two weeks, bro. You know, we had to, there was a funeral, deafen. We had to like finish all that stuff after his death. Then we remember, yo, my dad's car is still at, outside that guy's house. We go get the car. My mom's birthday gift was inside. Wow. There was a rose as well inside the bag. And it was, it was dried up and dead. My mom, my mom lost it, bro. My mom lost it. And I was at a very, very bad medical condition. It was like the prime. It was the peak of the worst. And he, like, we were supposed to go to London for the last surgery. And it had to be postponed. So I got even more sick because my dad died. And the emotional distress just even made it worse, made my condition worse. It was a bad time. But then I got the surgery. Things were back to normal. Alhamdulillah. Six months later, back in school. Alhamdulillah, the government gave me a, a waiver where I didn't need to repeat 10th grade. Wow. And I just jumped to 11th grade, missing a lot of algebra information. <laughs> no, but that's what the uh, yeah. uh, great about like the GCC governments, right? Yeah. They're humans, right? Like if you were in the UK or in the US, bro, they don't give a damn yeah. about what you're going through. <laughs> you had to retake the whole thing, right? If you were yeah. there. But man, I mean, that really got me goosebumps. Yeah. Bro. It's, it's really touching and 
I'm sorry to hear about that. Thank you, man. But well, you know, that's how life moves yeah, on. I like. I've been through so much pain where nothing hurts me today anymore. You know. Of course, I can imagine. Sure. I mean, there's bro. There's no such a greater pain than losing a parent or yeah. father or mother, yeah. right? Like these, like parents are the most precious thing on earth. True. Right. Nothing can replace them ever. Hmm. Like you can replace your friends, you can replace your job, you can replace your car, except for these two. You can even replace your girlfriend, bro. But man, I'm. I'm <laughs> yeah. That really touched my heart, to be honest. And how was it like getting back to school after, you know, obviously losing your father? It was nice. It was nice. Like, uh, like you know, people from school, they're like family. So we, you know, my school very was very supportive. The principal, the teachers, they all know about what happened. And, you know, they were very, very, very supportive. And, um, yeah, man, you know, people move on after death, you know. Like things like... Things in my house was back to normal a year later, but it took us a year to, to recover. Can you know, imagine. like till this day, it's been it's been almost ten years. Wow! It'll be ten years as soon as we hit twenty twenty three, January first, which is my mom's birthday. She hates her birthday. It's a curse for her. It's a nightmare. This is a birthday that does not. It's a birthday that should not be celebrated. It's a memorial day. You know, uh, that's why, like, after that day, we never, never got my mom a birthday cake. Yeah, she hated it, you know. We would get her gifts, but not, um, no birthday cakes. You know, we, we keep it simple. There's no more celebration, Kalas. I mean, I get, I get where you're coming from, but you've lost your father. And now all what you've got is your mother. Yeah, mom and sister. God bless them, right? I mean, yeah. So you should celebrate her life, bro. I know, mm. like, obviously her birthday is the day your father passed away. Mm. Allah, Allah, yeah. But still, you should celebrate her life, bro, for, as, for how long? How, of course. You know, course, as long as yeah. she's here, bro. Of course. Like, mom. you know, every day above the ground and your, par- yeah. your, your mom is alive, bro, it's yeah. a blessing, right? Always yeah. to the people that, like... Like, my, my baby sister, well, she's not a baby, but she is the youngest. So... It's like I'm the father figure, you know? She's 21 today, you know? I'm 25. There's not that big of an age gap, but I'm the, you know, I'm the older brother. So you have to step she, up and become like the, yeah. the man of the house at a yeah. young age. Yeah, very young age. And that, that happened. It happened. That's how I... That's how... That's how I built myself, you know? No, I agree. You know, like all the successful people I've seen or talked to, right? Mm. Like all these childhood trauma... All these struggles they go, they you know, they went through when they were, you know, when they were kids. Yeah, it helped build them into the people they are today. Yeah, like strong, mentally strong. Yeah, you know, like that mentality, right? Whereas nothing can break your heart anymore, like you said, you know. Yeah, it also makes you distant from people because you don't want to lose another person and feel that same pain, and that's what sucks, by the way. You know, uh, I don't get too close to people because. People die. <laughs> I mean, this is the nature you know? of life, yeah, yeah, right? It's the yeah. nature of life. Like that's you... that's not something that that's actually good, you know. But no, I don't know, man. It's just um, yeah. I, I don't get I don't get shocked from death anymore. You know, I would hear like someone's dad just passed, someone's brother just passed in a car crash, bros. Bro, to be honest, it always like the thought of someone dying always like makes me reflect about life, even if I don't know them. 
right? Even yeah. if I don't know them personally, but like even if I see someone posting or someone died, Allah or whatever, yeah. like that just makes me reflect on life and makes me think, appreciate the moment. True. Right, like I've been living overseas for so many years, right? Mm. I've been in the UK for about 12 years. Mm. And during these 12 years, I hadn't seen my family as much. Like I remember during like two, like in five years, I saw them only one time. Mm. So it's been really hard for me. And I've seen like some of my friends at uni, like obviously who came from, they weren't from the UK, but they yeah. were studying there. Some of them, one of the guys lost his father and he didn't mm. see him, right? And like that always, get me thinking like oh but at the same time it was it was for me like a source of um, a drive like pushes me to work harder yeah like okay cool i'm here i gotta do my best to make sure i make them proud like for me my family is my drive and my motivation of course like everything i do is just for them right and of course it's tough man mm. you got me emotional bro honestly yeah <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, no, but like, listen, feel free to speak your heart. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I think it's time. I think it's a convenient time to to, to, sh- to finally share this. You know, of course, of course. And yeah, because you know, like keeping it inside your mind and your heart yeah. wouldn't help, right? Like, yeah. it would just only drive you more crazy, True. right? Alhamdulillah, I mean, we're, we're, we're happy. Me, mom, sister, we're, we're you know, we, we moved on. Uh, things are back to normal. Uh, of course, we miss our father. We want him back. But, you know, uh, but life is going. Uh, I'm sure he's up there watching you, man. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So, obviously, you had the loss of your father. Yeah. Which is horrific. And when did you start thinking about content and creating content and being a presenter so <laughs> what age did so i was i was like seven or eight okay. um youtube was a big thing i was a big fan of ray william johnson okay equals three you know <laughs> old i don't he's still on tiktok i mean he's on tiktok now but his like his show was huge i was a fan of own age pranks you know that that old like early 2000s so um I did this show on YouTube. I named the page. I called it Greeny. <laughs> I was like eight years old or nine or something. And I was just like doing like these like Ray William Johnson type content with like a phone camera. And then I would use like Windows Movie Maker to edit. I would post the video on YouTube. I was very young. I obviously like guys don't go look for them. I deleted everything. <laughs> it's all gone. It's erased. It's burnt. But I always wanted, I, I loved that, you know? I loved doing videos. I loved talking in front of the camera. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I made it. I'm here now. Yeah, well done. You should be proud of yourself. And obviously you've got this fame and like you've said, people know you from the news page and yeah. they know you from your TikTok page. Did that affect your mental health? Like uh-huh. obviously like blowing up and becoming, you know. Of course, when when the when the profile started getting bigger you start to get more hate you know that's that's a consequence that comes with yeah. social media um the haters in the beginning when around the 50k to 100k that range of number of followers i was still new with this it just blew up so fast uh the haters got me big time you know that that affected me more, more like mentally that was the only mental uh Neg- the negative aspect that I got off of social media, but I'm past that. I don't get 
doesn't affect you. Anymore. No, I don't read comments anymore, bro. I don't read comments anymore. Like you know, I rarely you, you read. You know, uh, true, true, Jordy. Yeah. Podcaster. Yeah, I I, I just found out about him because of the whole beef. Oh, with Andrete. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, he's an idiot for for the comment he made. Yeah, about the Muslim blowing my. He should blow yeah, himself yeah, up. Yeah, he's an idiot for making that comment. Yeah. Um, I was shocked. But anyways. You know what he does? I watched the podcast. He cried though, for and Bro, did an he, apology. He, he always comes on every now and then and cries to the camera just to, to get people emotional. D- doesn't he? Doesn't he like like domination by females? Like I've seen some screenshots that are actually yeah, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's really shocking because for for, for <laughs> who? Why is he speaking? Why who is he to speak when he got? I mean, for for, for, for a guy <laughs> of the size of his, right? You <laughs> you'd be shocked. Bro, I've read some bad things. Uh, yeah. Like the interesting thing that he said one time, uh, he went on the diary, uh, one of the podcasts, and he yeah. said he turns off the comment sections. His Instagram's his off. Like, no, maybe recently. Yeah. Been off since the beef with Andrew Tate. With Andrew Tate, yeah. Stupid comment he made. Yeah. But before that, yeah. he always has his comments off. Always. Even if he posts a picture, a video, his comments are off. And the reason he, he does that is because he doesn't want to see any negative comments. He's soft, bro. This guy might look built and tough from the outside, but this guy is soft, man. Right. Uh, like, Andrew Tate devoured him emotionally. He's done. Like, he's so soft, he had to turn comments off. Because I think his, his friend is a friend of um, the, uh, the what's it, what are they called? Logan and Jake? Yeah. I think that's why um, he's taking their side. But to be honest, I don't really consume much of any of these guys' content, really. Bro, he's, he's super cringy, bro. Like, I, I didn't. I also didn't buy the the whole crying thing on the pod. Like, what what are you crying about? Like, she, he was like, <laughs> I met this girl, but you know what? What? Yeah. What bro. made you cry, bro? Exactly. I just talked about a whole tragedy about my father, and how he died on my mom's birthday, and I, not one teardrop. And like, really, if, look, if you want to apologize, before you do it to the camera, and apologize in public, you should first ring ring Andrew Tate and say, listen, bro, I'm sorry. Made it, apologize first to the person. Hello, I just want to talk to you quickly about this beautiful massage gun from Game Hunter Store GHS. What I love about this absolute beautiful tool that is so light on the hand and I can take it with me wherever I go. I love the fact that it's got a touch screen and pay a different level of speeds and vibration so you can adjust that depending on how you view each day. I love taking it with me wherever I go and I love using it after a heavy session at the gym or even after a long day at the office. What I also love about it is the battery life. It lasts, it lasts about 8 to 10 hours of consistent use. Not to mention, right, it comes with this beautiful case. And it's got six different type of heads. You can switch them up depending on how you really feel and which one is you feel better for you for that giving day. Wait, don't go. They've also got this mini massage gun, which is so insane, guys. Look at that. It's literally the size of an iPhone. How insane is that? It's so light. You don't feel like you're actually holding something in your hand. This is my favorite. I love taking it with me wherever I go. I can literally fit it in my pocket if I want to. Guys, if you like what you're seeing, you can get 10% off by watching this episode. The discount code is TIC10. Use that when you go on GameHunterStore.com. And you know what it is, bro? Like everyone these days, they love using the term influencer. Yeah. But let's hold on for a second and reflect. Stop there. What does it actually mean to be an influencer with a massive following? Like I'm not talking about the girls, you know, with the lip fillers or whatever, right? I'm also talking about the guys, the boys, the men, 
you know, who are showing off with these rentals and, you know, calling their fans uh, broke. And, bro, like, you, <laughs> you're using rental cars, right? And you're, you're using some watches flexing. They don't even belong to you, right? Also, like, the girls, you can't be, you know, talk to the young girls and be like, oh, be yourself. Oh, the life is beautiful. Just be yourself. Love yourself. You couldn't love yourself there, right? That's why you're doing what you're doing at the moment. You're pushing insecurity among the young generation. Like the young, there is a massive, massive insecurity among young people. And these influencers, they should be held accountable for that. You know what I mean? I don't call everybody with a big following base an influencer. But that's what they like to use, right? Like they, they, like, to, they like to call themselves an influencer. Yeah, like they have it in their bio, Instagram bio, influencer. Like, no, sit down. You're not an influencer. Um, an influencer is someone that adds value to their followers. Whether it was information being shared, tips, tutorials, you are teaching people things for free. That makes you an influencer. But, right, but you cannot tell young girls, be yourself, and you couldn't be yourself with all that protects you've got, right? Like, let, let, let's, let's, let's mention a real woman that is an influencer Huda Beauty that's an influencer I respect this woman so much she teaches people how to do makeup she has given so much to society you know Huda Beauty is a real influencer that's a woman a guy influencer Steve Harvey see recent influence we got Andrew Tate see a lot of people don't like this guy but he teaches he teaches boys how to be men you know, he, he, he gives to society. How to be confident. Yeah, he just, you know, let, let's, let's forget the bad things he said. Let's look at the good things he said, you know. To be honest, at the start, when I, was, when I first came across his videos, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Right? But then when I started watching longer content yeah. him, right, then I was like, okay, you know. Yeah. He kind of makes sense. But it's mad. And I'm not just talking about gears here, by the way. I'm also talking about, you know, men. Or boys, right? Yeah. I don't want to... They're not men in my eyes, right? They're boys because you're flexing and you're showing off a fake lifestyle <laughs> with things that don't even belong to you. Yeah. Right? You're pushing that insecurity among young people. And I always tell my people, right? Like, clean, detox your social media. Because if all what you see from the minute you wake up, guys flexing on your feet, they're going to make you feel like a failure. You ain't got yeah. nothing in your life. Like that Tinder swindler guy, you know? I don't know him, to be honest. That's why, like, literally all what I follow now, social media, yeah. if you go on my following on Instagram, people I actually know, right? And, like, things that help me, add value to me, right? Like, yeah. I follow motivational pages, business pages, yeah. stuff like that. Financial, yeah. Yeah, exactly. These are influencers. You know, when you, when you have a guy teaching you how to make money, that's an influencer. When I have a guy telling you secrets about the world that you don't know and you should put in your mind, that's an right. influencer. When you, have a, when you have a woman that teaches you how to do things, she teaches other women how to be women, that's an influencer. Yeah, how to so value herself. If you just take pictures in a, in a freaking bikini at the beach and just show how your body looks like and all your follower base are guys, you're not an influencer. Right. You're a model. For sure. You know, but there are models that also are influencers. You know, let's look at the, I, I forgot her name, bro, but she's, she's, she's a catwalk model that made it in life. You know, big fan base, but she has given a lot to society as well. Because right. half the money she makes, she donates. That's an influencer. You teach people that, you know, sharing is caring.
Right. Donate. If you have money, donate. I agree. I agree. Do, do good things for the world. Yeah. Right. And so obviously I've got my Russian friend, right? And she told me to say hi to you before right. this episode. What's so her name? I told her, <laughs> Exceedia. So I told her that I'm, I'm doing this episode with you today. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? I used to follow this guy. I used to like his content, mm. but not anymore. And I was like, why? How come? She's like, oh, he changed his content up. He doesn't talk about things that I, I used to like hearing, right? What was the content? I don't know. I think she, I think she used to love your horror story movie, uh, content, right? All right. Right. So I was like, no, you know, he's a cool guy. So she asked me to say hi to you. So shout out to her. So she, she used to like me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think she still likes you. I mean, I posted part sixty-seven yesterday, so you can you can watch a horror story. All right. You, you're listening, right? So watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. tell me, what was like the biggest lesson you've learned in social media? Ah, social media is toxic, man. You'll get a lot of people attacking you on Twitter. I'm not even on Twitter, and I'm being attacked on Twitter. I don't even have an account there, you know. Toxic. It's very toxic. It is tough. If you want to grow in social media, you have to accept the consequence that it comes with it. You know? That's what I learned. That's something I had to learn the hard way. It's the hate that comes behind it. But hate happens. Of course. Yeah. Would love to be, to be hate. Of course. With hate, there'll be love. Yeah. So, and Abraham, I think I've seen one of your videos, right? Um, one of the interviews you did. You went into trading. Trading. Trading, yes. right. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, I'm, well, I still invest right now. I'm investing in SSLs. Okay. Uh, senior secured loans um, through BlackRock Incorporation. It's an American company. Right. Uh, most of my funds are there. I have a few stocks from the New York Exchange, American. Do you do day, day trading? Intraday? No, no. no. All right. like I used term. to. I used to do the day trading, but local stocks, like DFM. Okay. So I used to trade the local market. Fair enough. Day-to-day uh, -day basis, but I'm talking pennies, bro. You know, pennies per day. Like, not pennies, but like a, a couple of dollars per day. It, was, it wasn't worth it because I lost a lot from stocks. I had to learn that, no, stocks is something you actually keep for, for a long time. It's, it's a long-term long investment. I have a few cryptos as well. Not really my thing. It was biggest regret ever. <laughs> Buying crypto is, uh, I don't know. I mean, they haven't got like a central bank. You cannot trust crypto. And like when people, when I get, because I do trading myself, right? So yeah. we've got an asset management company, right? So we trade in the public market, FX market, commodity, oil, gold, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And we, we, what we do is like try and manage people's expectations. Yeah. Right. So if you look at my social media page, I'm not like my content is unique when it mm. comes to trading. Yeah. Right. And like when I'm not like these cowboys, you know, showing up a fake lifestyle or pulling up with these rentals yeah. or posting with my watch or whatever mm. and these fast cars. No, I don't do it like that. And I always try to manage people's expectations. And, and trading is hard. It's not easy. If it was easy, everyone would have been trading now. Mm. And what we do also is like trying to manage people's expectations when it comes to it. And when I get asked about about which crypto should I buy or which stock should I buy, mm. always tell people, forget the product, invest in the people behind that project. Because yeah. essentially, you're investing in people. 
And I've got this written on my whiteboard, you gotta invest in people based on resource because if the leadership and the people behind that project yeah. are great, yeah. then this company will go to places. So that's my advice to anyone that's looking. Yeah. I mean one of one of the one of the two stocks I have is Amazon and Google. And I trust in Jeff Bezos, you know. For sure. Yeah. And they did a stock split recently actually, a few months ago. I, I bought Amazon stock at three thousand dollars. Wow. When it was like three three thousand one hundred. It was around three thousand one hundred dollars. And now they did the stock split, so the price dropped, but they gave you, you know, you got more stocks instead. Um, wow, that's pretty dope, man. Uh, I like that. Because I always like to talk about trading and investing, man. Uh, you know, it's just, yeah. it's really, it's always entertaining yeah. to talk about. I don't touch on that finance anymore. You don't? Why, no, did, you I, stop, I, why did you stop making videos about finance? Because, uh, bro, the, the recession just killed everything. Right. COVID just killed everything. But you know what? In COVID, crypto's not perform. Crypto's not doing well. No, ignore about crypto. Like, we do FX, right? Yeah. For foreign exchange. And like the thing about intraday trading, people always think that the market only moves in one direction. Just like you buy, 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 go along, go along. Yeah. Right. The market might move up 20, 30 percent in a year, but before it does that, it's gonna move down 20, 30 percent down. So you don't always have to buy. You can always sell. Yeah. at the same time right and that's the beauty about intraday trading mm. and if you've got your you know your technical analysis right your information is right and you've got a great team behind you you can benefit from all these kind of movements yeah. whether the market moves up whether it moves down mm. so trading is like a whole different world moving into my next question what's like the most exciting project you're working on now exclusive uh, on tiktoks so I'm working on a show actually that was uh, sponsored, uh, very big. There was a lot of, a lot of, sorry, my stomach is crackling, <laughs> kind of hungry. There was a lot of funding into that show, big funding, uh, like more than 100,000. Wow. And 100,000 dollars? Dollars. Okay. And we created 13 episodes. And we are about to launch a show, and the 13 episodes are shot already, and they are already edited, and they are ready to be posted. We're just waiting for the green light. Um, what's the show about? <sighs> it's going to be exclusive on TikTok. The show is going to be about debunking tweets. It's high production. It was shot at a studio, 13 episodes, so 13 times. There were 13 scripts. Um not saying it's scripted. I mean, it's it's scripted just to arrange what you're saying, you know, like to fix what you're saying. But no, like the tweets are real, the rumors are real, and we're just debunking tweets. Can't say more about what it is, but it's it's very. I'm very excited. No, that's amazing. Good yeah. luck with it. I'm Thank sure you so you're much. Do great. Thank you so much. Uh, so we've got this um, tradition in our podcast. The, uh, usually, the guests that come here, yeah. they ask the right question for the next guest. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna read read that to you the question that was written by our uh, by our last guests who came here, right? <laughs> and this is tradition. That's how we usually end the podcast. Right. What's the most important lesson you learned this year? What's the most important lesson I learned this year? This year. You know, the year is ending soon, right? Twenty three around the corner. <sighs> That money is not everything. 
because all I wanted last year was just money, 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 money. Money is life. I had to learn this year that money is not everything. You know. And what taught you that? Watches are not important. The car you drive is not important because, like, I'm wearing a Rolex now, but that's the only Rolex I have. I re- I really don't like, I don't buy watches because because especially in this in this society everybody has money. You know, it's like everybody's trying to be. Everybody's trying to seem rich. Everybody's trying like everybody want to look the. Part. I don't. I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be a part of that. That's something I learned this year. Well, what seriously, money's not important. Yeah, I could have coffee with the poorest guy in Dubai, and he would be the best company I ever had. And I'd sit with the richest man in Dubai, and he'd be the worst person I ever sat with. Money doesn't make. Uh, money doesn't make. Sorry, I'll say that again. Money doesn't make you who you are. Right, it doesn't define you as a person. Yeah. And what taught you that lesson? The people I'm. I the people I'm around. Honestly. Fair people enough. I'm around. You know, I'm not impressed anymore by anything. Like I got sick and tired of people just talking about. Hey, you know, I do this and they're like, bro, shut up. You know, خلاص. I've met a lot of people that do way better things than you. I'm not even impressed by them. Like, tell me who you are. When I sit down with you, I don't want to know how much you make, bro. Just tell me who you are. <laughs> no, I agree. Right? There's always this, you know, there's that type of people, right? They always say, oh, my uncle got this. Yeah, yeah. My uncle is a minister. Yes. Oh, my friend got this. My friend. Dubai tell is, me about yourself. Yeah. Dubai is like this. Tell me about yourself. Yeah. Dubai is like this. And I, I hate, I, as soon as I sit with a person, and that if, if that's their... Introduction line, I don't want to sit with you. Right. Don't talk to me. Fortunately, there is a lot of materialistic people in this city, which is something that I was shocked when I moved here. Because coming from London, like, the, the nice thing, what I miss about London is, like, you can wear whatever you, you wear, right? You can wear, no one looks at you, bro. Yeah. No one gives a damn what you're doing or what you're wearing. But yeah. people here like to look at what others got, what they're doing, and how much they've got. And, yeah, it's a sad reality, man, but... Yeah, money's not everything. No, I love that. Ibrahim, I love my time with you today. Really appreciate you. Thank you so much.